I had a worry stone until it broke. Hey, I'm going to get a different rock that's within grasp. How many rocks do you have within grasp? Okay, I'm good now. Welcome to Things That Got Wrong, your general trivia podcast with a healthy dose of internet and media things. I'm Ryan Bott. I'm Rachel Miller. I'm Stuart Hopkins. Did you watch a movie without me? Kind of. Oh man, called It is oh, so shit. hard to get him to watch a movie. Hear all about how the movies he's watching. <laughs> that was the I only one. And it was, I made the, the, the bad mistake of trying to watch it while I was working, which oh, uh, no. let me tell you, if you're attempting to watch a completely foreign language film that's Korean <laughs> with subtitles <laughs> while you're trying to work, it doesn't work well. <laughs> so then I had to sit down and actually watch it. Not being productive on either front. So you guys were talking about non-dominant hands and like their abilities and usages and everything. So when I, this is ridiculous, and I don't know if this is like actually helped me or not but when i started working like normal jobs when i got like my first job at subway and then when i was like a stockroom manager and stuff like that i used to exclusively do a lot of work left-handed because it was like new to my brain to begin with so i just forced myself to do it left-handed and i got like really good at using my left hand for shit and then i went back to like playing guitar or like attempting to like learn music i was significantly better like it actually worked i don't know i don't know if that's like that it, maybe it was just like time or something and then it was like totally fine for me to just go back to music and like i just happened to be better maybe i'm just an idiot but like in my head i totally like i wasn't ambidextrous it was like it was just like it was just simple things but it was stuff that it was like i would clearly use my right hand for this every time but then i don't know i was just like well I don't know, I guess I'll just try it left-handed. And then I got good at like pouring drinks left-handed and stuff at Starbucks. It is I worked in food service. <laughs> so that was gonna be time. my question. Is okay. if you actually bake the bread, which I assume not. No, you I, I would prep the bread. <laughs> All right, let's get to some trivia. Yeah. With uh this is the 39th ever episode. We have four rounds, uh three brand new well, two brand new rounds and one uh re uh repurposed round from a long time ago. What? So Excited about that. The three of you will all uh, answer the questions and vie for uh, all of the workers' comp payment in the world. <laughs> uh, what, what do I have to give to get that? <laughs> uh, just, you know, your soul. Your soul. <laughs> Start, as always, with general trivia. Question number one. Each answer will be worth two points. Call out when you know it. The city of Ushuaia is the most popular city to arrive in if you want to travel to what popular but hard-to-reach travel destination? Stu. The Bahamas? Not the Bahamas. The city of Ushuaia is the most popular city to arrive in if you want to travel to what popular but hard-to-reach travel destination? Rachel. Tuvalu. (laughs) Not Tuvalu. Tuvalu. I know, Tuvalu's sinking, but it's my favorite relatively unknown country. Oh, to be Antarctica. If you were to go on an Antarctic cruise, uh, most likely you are traveling to the Argentinian city of Ushuaia at the very southern border. <laughs> That's where we gotta go. I can't wait for the Antarctic live episode. Question number two. The New Colossus, a poem written in 1883, is featured on what national monument? It's be the Statue of Liberty. Downing the words, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. That would be a Statue of Liberty with uh, the New Colossus, which is a very cool sounding title. It doesn't feel like it is directly associated to the words, but yeah, cool. Question number three, 
Where in the human body would you find the mandula oblongata? That would be the brain. Question number four. What fictional character says about himself, I am a bear with very little brain? Stu. Stu. Winnie the Pooh. That would be Winnie the Pooh. Nice job. Thank you. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize when I was looking this up, I was reading about the stories. And Christopher Robin was the author's son, actually. Yeah. Yes. And uh, this was all like fictional characters like in his world, like stuffed animals and stuff like that. Like, Maybe I it should think also I, be noted that the author, I don't think, was close with his son at all. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like, in like a way that it's almost like he wrote about his son, but his son uh. was more of a character. If that makes sense. I thought I understood it that he was, these were story like bedtime stories he was telling his son. So he was incorporating like stuffed animals That's and everything except animals, for I think yeah. the owl and the rabbit were, were stuffed animals he had. Question number five. Which site which received almost 8,000 visitors in 2017 was second only to the Louvre on a list of most visited tourist attractions in France? <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. Uh, it was not the Eiffel Tower. You said 8,000. I also thought you were talking about websites, and so my brain went to a whole <laughs> different place. <laughs> all right. I, well, all right. This may have been a bad question. <laughs> I also That's have further, uh, further text, but I, I feel like the Eiffel Tower should have been accounted for in here. Uh, the rest of the question is, the site once contained a two-story hunting lodge built in the early 1600s. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. This is Versailles. This is the Palace of Versailles. Nice. So a lot of people that visit the area around the Eiffel Tower. That's fine. Give her her two points. (laughs) I feel like it was worded improperly because tourist attraction would put, like if it was a site, like a place you go into, I would have thought, now that I'm saying it out loud, tourist attraction feels like Eiffel Tower should have been a part of it. Because there's no way the Eiffel Tower is behind Versailles. Yeah. I mean, they're one, two, and three. It's just in what order. But the rest of the question was about the hunting grounds part. <laughs> All right. I, I'll, give, I'll give Rachel one point anyways, because it was the rest of the question. But uh, it's something. I'll take, I'll take the <laughs> L on the poor, the poor question writing. <laughs> yeah. All right. One point to Rachel there. Question number six. Last question of the round. In the poem of the same name, what epic hero kills Grendel? Yeah, he's a Beowulf. I had a friend growing up whose dad was a uh, like a literature professor, and mm-hmm. that focused specifically on uh, medieval liter- literature. And he had a dog uh, named Bega, which is from that book, and a cat named Grendel. Um, <laughs> nice. And it was awesome. I mean, Grendel only had three legs. It was an adopted cat. It was amazing. <laughs> All right, this is the end of the first round. Uh, move on to round number two. This is our themed round, and this is U.S. state nicknames. Oh, God. I will give you the state nickname, and as well as a secondary clue if needed, uh, I just need the U.S. state. All right, question number one. Uh, the equality state was the first state to grant women the right to vote in 1869, uh, in part because the sparsely populated Western frontier needed enough voting citizens to meet the population requirements for statehood. Rachel. Rachel. Wyoming. Yes, this was Wyoming. Nice. Nice job. Uh, this state had women play an enormous role in creating the communities and city centers that would define the Wild West. Uh, which is cool. I remember watching a uh, Adam Ruins Everything where he kind of talks about 
uh, the Wild West. And I think it was originally about immigration, but they talked about that, how women, although some of them were, came from like, uh, you know, brothels and stuff like that, but played a huge, like literally like ran the town. <laughs> cool. Uh, basically kind of defined the cities and were some of the first essentially like governors and mayors of cities in that area, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Question. So two points to Rachel there. Question number two, the ocean state is known for its seaside colonial towns. Uh, this state has nearly 400 miles of shoreline, despite only being 48 miles long and 37 miles. Stu. Stu. Rhode Island. Yes. To be Rhode Sweet. Island. Nice job there. Thank you. <laughs> Question number three. The Green Mountain State. Not to be confused with West Virginia's claim to the mountain state, this state derives its name directly from its French translation. The Green, Mount, the green Mountain oh, oh, State. Oh, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. <laughs> what? Rachel, it's Vermont. Yes, it is Vermont. <laughs> if you quite literally take verd or in oh. Spanish be verdant, <laughs> much like uh, Montpellier. Yeah. All right, two points to Rachel there. Question number four, the mother of presidents. Uh, Philadelphia is not the state, uh, not Pennsylvania either. <laughs> Rachel? Uh, Rachel. Virginia? Yes. Nice. It's also, it was after the Virgin Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Uh, the mother of presidents uh, is home to the birthplace of eight U.S. presidents. Uh, this Old Dominion, which is also another state nickname, is home to both Jamestown and the Chesapeake Bay. Two points to Rachel there. Number five, the Beehive State is shown as a symbol of hard work and industry. This state's beehive iconography, now it just says iconography, good lord. Uh, this state's beehive iconography pays, there we go, pays tribute to its pioneers like Brigham Young and Joseph Smith. This would be Utah. All right. Question number six. The treasure state is named for the state's rich mineral reserves. Uh, and it's no surprise that the, mount, that the mountain motto is Spanish for gold and silver. Rachel. The, Rachel. California? Not California. Okay. Do Stew. Nevada? Not Nevada. Uh, I have a little bit more. Uh, I'll start from the, the top. The treasure state is named for the state's rich mineral reserves, and it's no surprise that its mountain motto is Spanish for gold and silver. The state's wide open spaces also gives it another nickname, Big Sky Country. Rachel. Rachel. Montana. Montana. Yes. Oh. I'll give you one point there. Uh, tried to drop in a couple subtle clues like that uh, Montaigne is literally Spanish for mountain. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round two and is halftime. All right, this third round uh, is a brand new round. It is uh, called Making Paper. It is a simple themed round where each correct answer contains the word paper. So I'm going to describe a thing to you which has the answer, which the answer contains the word paper, and I just need that answer. Question number one. Derived from Chinese folklore, these threats appear powerful and fear-inducing, but beyond the surface are merely empty shells as powerful as the paper they're built with. Derived Rachel? from Chinese folklore. Uh, Rachel. 
Paper cranes? Not paper cranes. These threats appear powerful and fear-inducing, but beyond the surface are merely empty shells as powerful as the paper they are built with. Do you have a guess, too? I mean, the only thing I can think of right now is paper lanterns, but... Not paper lanterns. Uh, you've probably heard, like, you know, a political figure or something like that that uh, appears tough but is kind of weak on the inside is uh, a paper tiger. Question number two. This substance has been used since 200 BC in China and has been used all across the Middle East and Europe, uh, as well as basically the rest of the world now, uh, to create everything from warrior helmets and dust Stew. masks. Stew. Paper mache. Yes. Paper nice. mache. Papier mache. <laughs> uh, used to create everything from warrior helmets and death masks to pinatas and other crafts, crafts by taking paper and soaking it in paste adhesive to mold and sculpt over a frame. Nice job. Paper mache. Question number three. The communist state just pulled your name to report to them in this dystopian indie video game released in 2013, where you work as an immigration inspector to control... Oh, Stu. Stu. Papers, please. Yes. I figured you might be the only person to have a shot at that question, but <laughs> it was you. also one of the questions that inspired me to make the round, so... Sweet. Uh, where you work as an immigration inspector to control the flow of people into your country. So you basically play like a Soviet bloc immigration inspector and you have to look at their passports and their papers to catch people who are like spies or terrorists or anything else. It's actually a really interesting game. I haven't played it, but I've seen a lot on it. Yeah. Two points to do there. Question number four. This romantic mystery takes two childhood friends on an all night adventure. Nice job. Paper towns. Nice. This is, uh, I believe, the John Green book, who also wrote The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. Uh, this romantic mystery takes two childhood friends on an all-night adventure before Margot goes missing. Then the real adventure begins in this 2015 movie based on a novel of the same name. Nice job. Question number five. This tradition is thought to grant a lifetime of happiness and good luck. It's a lot to fold, but this Japanese tradition is said to be worth it. Rachel? Rachel. Paper cranes? Uh, can you be more specific? A thousand paper cranes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I give that to you. Uh, folding a thousand paper cranes. There's a really funny sketch uh, from the Drybar uh, comedy channel that I, I had done as a pick before. Uh, there's a guy named Andy Woodhall who has a whole bit that basically starts as uh, me and my wife are getting married. We decided to try uh, the tradition of making a thousand paper cranes to give us a lot of happiness and uh, blessings in this world. We tried a more American tradition where my wife folded five paper cranes and I folded 995 <laughs> paper cranes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number six. Last question of the round. The star spirits are in trouble as you venture for the first time into an RPG version of a classic franchise. Stu. For Stu. Paper Mario. Yes. That's a thing? Yeah, yeah. it's a really good game. Jesus. But, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's fantastic. It has nothing on Super Mario RPG, The Legend of Seven Stars. But 
it's still a great a great spiritual successor uh venture for the first time into the rpg version of this classic franchise that came out on the nintendo 64 uh, which has spun off sequels like the thousand year door paper jam and color splash that'd be paper mario uh which is super fun it's been a really long time i don't know if it would hold up but it probably would because mario games always hold up it actually does hold up pretty well like it's still entertaining nice that is the end of round three into the final oh my round. Gosh, this is a first, guys, where we're all really close together. Mm-hmm. I think we've maybe had one other game that I can re- at least personally remember that it was almost tied up or super close. But uh, yeah, I feel like the there's always one. been somebody hanging in the fort. There was a three-way tie on the Halloween episode. Oh, you're yeah. right. That was a that was uh, round robin. But yeah. yeah, where the points don't matter. Everything's made up, and the points don't matter. <laughs> All right, last round, final round. Uh, we, we've done once before a round called 10 Steps, which uh, was where I took a movie or television show and went to IMDb and got a bunch of keywords. Uh, this is essentially the same thing, but I renamed it something better. And I gave you a <laughs> lot. I gave you six full questions. So I'm calling it Keyword Countdown, where uh, I have six questions now, uh, and I have 10 keywords for each of them so i'll go down the list fairly quickly uh basically i'll give you two points if you get it before all of the questions run out and uh, one point if you have to get it with all 10 i think the first 10 steps one was maybe the very first episode or close to it and uh i think it was like like five points or the points were way off so reined it all in um so i will go through uh like i said 10 10 keywords go through them uh, fairly quickly uh, call out if you have a guess. All right. They're all movies. Subway Tunnel. Military. Night Vision. Camera. No Survivors. Subway Tunnel. Military. Night Vision. Camera. Or sorry. Night Vision. Camera. No Survivors. Statue of Liberty. Explosion. Going Away Party. Yes. Oh. Wow. Cloverfield, uh, Statue of Liberty, Explosion, Going Away Party, Found Footage, Gigantic Monster. That would be Cloverfield. I remember I saw Cloverfield at a midnight release. Really? That's pretty good, yeah. Question number two. Travel Agency, Wall of Fire, Goofball, God Complex, Original Story, uh, the first five are travel agency, wall of fire, goofball, God complex, original story, storm at sea, TV show, hidden camera. Yes. The Truman show, uh, storm at sea, TV show, hidden camera, simulated reality, fictional reality show. So, uh, I imagine probably Stu nor Rachel have seen Truman show. <laughs> I actually have nope. once. Uh, but it was a long time ago. I was in high school when I saw it. Yeah. I haven't. It, it holds up. It's, it's, it's pretty good. All right. Uh, I have, uh, unrelated. I've also watched a couple episodes of Kidding, which is, I think, on HBO or Showtime or something like that. That's pretty good with him. It's very dark. All right. Question number three. Police car. Talking animal. Eccentric villain. Extraterrestrial. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, this round feels biased. 
I do try to, I try to make sure that no questions are too on the nose for one person, but also giving everybody a little bit of something in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I request next game a full round on French. Uh, yeah, go ahead and create it. Uh, police car, talking animal, eccentric villain, extraterrestrial, power ring, super speed, based on a video game, mad scientist, running fast, and hedgehog. Gotta go fast. <laughs> All right, question number four. Loss of mother, religion, Ouija board, child swearing, tied to a bed, Oh, man, I was going to get it for the first time. <laughs> I know, me too. I was like, oh, yeah, I think I know this one. <laughs> that's how the movie opens. Yeah. Never seen it. Tied to the bed. Priest would be number six. Uh, demonic force of vomiting, supernatural being, exorcism. Just, you know, just tip it off a little bit more. Yeah. Question number five. Circus. Grain. Teamwork. Falling leaf. Chinese stew. Stew. A bug's life. Yes. <laughs> Chinese takeout box, a butterfly, queen, ladybug, mechanical bird, ant. That would ant. be a bug's life. Sweet. Uh, question number six. Last question of the game. Main character dies. Dream imagery. Prisoner. Battle axe. Legion. The main character dies, dream imagery, prisoner, battle axe, Legion. Rachel? Rachel. Gladiator? Yes. Battle axe. I don't know where the axe comes from, but I know all the others. Yeah, the axe one didn't quite. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know if I've ever... I haven't seen all of Gladiator. I know I've seen parts of it. Were you not entertained? Uh. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Nicely done. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Botched execution, spear, combat, Caesar, Roman Empire. That would be Gladiator. You take constructive criticism. I think main character dies needs to be way further down. Uh, You know. There's a a limited number of movies where the main character dies. Yeah, but like, I can't name anything for those. I can't name one other one. Well, I can tell you, you said main character dies before you said said anything else. Before I thought it was Gladiator. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, you're just on the nose. I'm sorry, was somebody just complaining about how there weren't enough movies in their wheelhouse for this round? (laughs) Oh, I'm still going to complain about that. It doesn't change my complaints. (laughs) All right. That's the end of the game. I think there was one that she like crushed it, but otherwise, and then there's the rounds where the points get really goofy, like our early days. But yeah. otherwise, I'm pretty sure well, that you're the only one who's done it. I'm still a fan of half points and bringing him back. So, <laughs> FYI, turtles in so turtles in a half point turtle power. <laughs> yeah, be careful suggesting that. I'll start also giving turtles points. <laughs> I don't know what those computate to, but no, Stu no. is still in the fort, One but Michael he has six Angelo. turtles with him, so <laughs> so I'm not alone. <laughs> Voila! See, everybody wins. I ride around on my turtles in the fort. <laughs> All right, that is the end of the game. Uh, let's get to some picks, which a couple of us give each episode, uh, either a movie, a game, experience, something cool like that. We recommend you check out. 
I have a pick. Uh, mine's just kind of an experience. It's one that uh, I've done once before, but uh, we, me and Rachel got to go out and do a couple of weeks ago, and uh, that is to go to an escape room. Ooh. Which, uh, what, kind of one, what kind of escape room did you go in? Um, so the stories on all of these are always super basic, but it was basically like, uh, I don't even remember. I think it was like an alien invasion, and we're in a ship, and we have to solve all the puzzles no, within an no, hour. No, 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 no. <laughs> sure, okay. We are... Um, we, yes, there's an alien invasion. So there, we have been sent into like the middle of the jungle somewhere on Earth to reactivate an oh, ancient right. weapon. It was not the most memorable story lore because the room wasn't necessarily like the most amazingly like built and looking. Like it was kind of a room with like these big stations. But it, you know, there I'm sure there are some that are like super decked out and have like amazing. You know, like you're in a like a very Victorian library and you have to do a bunch of stuff or like, you know, like whatever it is or could have yeah. a lot of decorations and everything. But um, it's super fun. Like I, I really love going to them and me and Rachel went uh, and we got to go to one by ourselves, which was cool because, so you know, I I don't know. I, I would ideally, you know, not like to go with just random people, although I'm sure it's really not that bad. Um, but it's something I would highly recommend. Like there are a ton of them. I know it's growing uh, in almost any decently sized city um super super fun just uh we got to go and then we realized once so we didn't solve it in time uh and once there's two of us and there's too much going on you need yeah. more minds once the the lady came in to tell us our time was up uh, she also told us that we were in the hardest room of any of them which wasn't disclosed on the website <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a ton of fun and i think it's more fun to do like i would rather lose but have a lot of fun for the entire hour as opposed to just like burn through it in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. And if I could give any tip, cause it's the one thing we probably screwed up on is, uh, we tried to like solve, like, obviously there's, there's these big stations, like there's the clear, the places that you have to like fix, turn on or do whatever. And that's a combination of locks and puzzles. But we also left sections where like drawers that were locked up that we knew had things in them. And I would just recommend anyone doing it. Just like make sure you get all the pieces out first. Focus on that as opposed to wasting time on some of the big machines or anything like that. I think um, it just so depends on the escape room, though. Like some of them, you have to do the machine to get the drawer or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think maybe we 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 spent too much time realizing that there are locks on drawers that clearly open up more pieces and not getting to them fast enough. Yeah, that's true. Um, I agree with that. But they're they're super super fun. Like, and they're probably I don't know twenty or thirty dollars to go in for an hour, and you can get as many friends you know anywhere, but probably a limit of like eight to ten friends most of the time. I would probably recommend around four to six is probably the sweet spot for most rooms. Yeah. Um, but go check out a room. Like they're they're super fun. Like I would love to do one every couple months. That would be a blast. But yeah, that's Let's the do pick. It. Uh, if you have a pick that you're listening at home and you think other people would enjoy, uh, send it our way. We're going to start shouting them out. Uh, email it to us at thingsaretwrong at gmail.com or check out the website thingsaretwrong.com uh, or on social, Twitter, and Instagram at thingsaretwrong. Uh, the next episode comes out at the end of March, and that'll be the round robin episode where all four of us are reading questions. So stay tuned for that. And uh, thanks again. Until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>